the motion is deemed adopted and Bill S-223, an act respecting kindness week, deemed concurred in, in at report stage and deemed read a third time and passed. That's the House of Commons in Ottawa last Friday afternoon. Members of Parliament gave final reading and passed a new law to formally establish Kindness Week in Canada every winter. While politicians from all five parties agreed to adopt the law, they also credited an Ottawa rabbi, Reuven Bulka, as their inspiration. Bulka made it his life's work to promote kindness. He even founded a national organization for it. And now his dream of formalizing it all into law has come true, even as the 76-year-old rabbi is battling late-stage cancer. The most important thing in life is to appreciate each other and the differences fade into insignificance when we realize the blessing that we have of friendship, of kindness, of caring. And uh, let's make that the mantra that defines us. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, May 19th, 2021. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Coming up, we'll hear from the Canadian senator who shepherded Bulka's Kindness Week law through Parliament. But first, a look at what's making news in Canada right now. Montreal's Shar Shemayim Synagogue is beefing up security in response to anti-Semitic events in that city. The synagogue is also taking the unusual step of modifying the times it will hold in-person Shabbat services so that worshippers don't come out of the building at the same time as a large pro-Palestinian rally set for the neighborhood on Saturday. A dozen Jewish summer camps are launching a fundraising campaign Thursday called Raise Days. It's to help cover the extra cost of opening safely under COVID. CBB of Ottawa, which is in Quebec, plus Ontario camps such as Northland, Solalim, Gesher, and the Centre Camp in Toronto's JCC network are among those participating. And Jewish high school and university students from across Canada are coming together Thursday night virtually to share their anxiety about coping with the widespread increase in anti-Israel and anti-Semitic incidents on campus and online. You have to register to get the Zoom link. While plenty of cities and schools around the world do take part in kindness days or random acts of kindness activities, according to Senator Jim Munson, Canada has now become the first country to formally enshrine Kindness Week into law. Munson brought the law forward, first in the Senate, and then helped make sure it got through the House of Commons too. Timing was crucial because of Rabbi Bulka's poor health. Senator Munson joins me now from Ottawa. Well, thanks for being here. Great to be with you, Ellen. So congratulations. Your bill that's taken many years to go through the House of Commons and Senate was passed in record time. Record time this time, but it's taken years, as you say, and it took Rabbi Bulka to get it done. I was simply the messenger in all of this, uh, Ellen. The, the whole idea came from him with a group called Kind Canada here in Ottawa. And the rabbi came to me, he bounced into my office uh, three years ago, smiling, and he said, you're the, you're, the, you're the man who can do this. You're the person who can do this, Senator, because we've seen what you've done with disabilities and children's rights and so on. So I introduced the bill three years ago. An election got in the way. These elections have a habit of getting in the way of good things sometimes. And so it lost. It's, it, it died. It died on the order paper. But we were back again in a year and a half, and the, the rabbi and I spoke again, and I reintroduced it, same form, unanimous uh, through the Senate again. But here we are with the clock ticking. And um, sadly, we do know the rabbi's uh, health and fragile condition these days, and he is fighting 
hard. Um, and so it passed, as you say, in record time. You've had a friendship with uh, Rabbi Boca for so many years. What does it mean personally to you that one of the you know final things that you hoped to do before you retire has actually come to pass? Well, what it means for me is that no matter what stage you are at in your life, you're always going to find a new friend. You seem to think that you're growing up. These are my best friends. These will always be my best friends. Well, can you imagine you're in your 50s and 60s and 70s and you find a new best friend? So that's who the rabbi is. And uh, it's just spreading his message of kindness and, and implementing this because this is a law now. Um, so we have work to do now. Now, now we're on a new journey in, in delivering what uh, this kindness week will do because it will act as an impetus in schools in charitable organizations and in institutions to put together acts of kindness as part of your curriculum, teachers have been begging for this. They want this. They want to give what the rabbi had talked about in the sense of bullying in the schoolyard, hate. And, and, and now more than ever during the pandemic and the troubles that we see in the world these days, we do need, some call it random acts of kindness. I simply call it acts of kindness. Uh, because what it introduces in our own bodies is it helps release uh, stress and anxiety. But kindness can be contagious. And with that, we, will, uh, we have put the stamp uh, in our country because we're the first country in the world that will have a kindness week. There have been kindness days. This is not a frivolous thing. This is a, a real positive look of who we are as a nation. Is there any financial um, support from um, the government to help, like you said, school boards and what have you? Not yet, but there will be, I hope, because uh, the um, government will take a look at hard look at this, and I'll keep pushing after I retire from the Senate uh, with getting more programs. But more than anything, I can see, uh, for example, the young children in uh, this area here in Ottawa who have different programs, there'll be money. But guess what, though? It doesn't cost the taxpayers any money. It does not cost one penny to be kind. Now, Rabbi Bulka's 77th birthday is coming up. Uh, he knows about this, I assume. You, you've spoken to him since Friday? Yes, he's certainly aware of what's taking place. And I think he, he almost can't, be he can't believe it because you know the intricacies of what happens on Parliament Hill and in politics and in bills, and particularly private member bills. But this is about the respect for Rabbi Bulka. This is about him. And it's his gift. I look at it as his gift to the rest of the country and to the rest of the world. So we're, we're, going, we're, we're, we're going back and forth and I can see the smiles and I can see the tears and I can see hope uh, within the rabbi's message. Thank you so much for sharing this with us and congratulations. Appreciate it very much. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. I'm Ellen Besner. Get in touch with me at ebesner at thecjn.ca. And listen to the podcast either through the cjn.ca website, or better yet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It'll come into your feed automatically. We'll close this episode with Campanay Brith of Ottawa's video tribute that's going to be unveiled on Thursday to a former camper, Jacob Malamut, and what camp meant to him. I knew Jacob when I was at CBB. We were on swim staff, and we still miss him. He died of cancer at the age of 17. Mm -hmm.
What did camp and a breath mean to Jacob Malamut? Camp was a relief for him. It was where he could be normal. It was where his friends were. Camp meant everything to Jacob. 